morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to, welcome back to Wealth Coffee Chats. I've had a little bit of uh, time off, had a little bit of a uh, bit of a break, and uh, ready to go back at it. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you on a marvelous Monday. Hey, Luke. Good morning to you, mate. Up and at it already. Good to see. Kevin's there as well. Morning, pal. Claire, howdy. Good morning. There's a Facebook user, someone behind the veil in one of the groups. Good morning to you and Tim. Great to see you, mate. Thanks for joining, folks. Jeff is here. <laughs> little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, regeneration time, Jeff. Been a uh, been a pretty full on year. Still got a bit to go. So yeah, just uh, gathering a little bit of uh, energy and. Uh, recuperation and uh, ready for the run all the way to Christmas Day. Christmas. I found myself whistling some Christmas tunes the other day, randomly just popping up, so it must be that time of year. Hope you're all awesome and well and ready for it. But uh, thanks for joining me today. There's Tim. There you go. Oh, thanks, Tim. Thanks for joining, mate. Great to have you here on the, on the live in the mornings. Sometimes it's a bit weird, especially with daylight savings, because. Uh, you know, ten past nine in Melbourne and Sydney and other places, it's different. I just stick with the ten past eight in the mornings. You guys know the drill. Ten past eight in Queensland, so whatever that is for everyone else, you have to work it out. But uh, great to have you here. If you are joining us for the first time or coming back, fantastic. Most of you know this, though. You know that already. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, well, now you do. I've been uh, doing these Wealth Coffee Chats for a few years now and uh, I've been property investing for over 20, coaching property investors and about 20 years as well, about 25 years I think uh, I've worked out and been investing. Along the way, one or two things uh, have gone right and one of the things have gone wrong, paid some attention and uh, we get a chance to hang out uh, and and uh, pontificate, opinionate, factinate. Oh, that's not even a real word, is it? Um, anyway, talk about things that are going on in the market. Try and make some sense of what is actually happening out there as property investors. The media doesn't like to uh, give you a clear picture. That's not their job, unfortunately. It's your job to sort fear from fact. I'm happy to help you with that as far as I'm concerned. I've got an opinion. That has, is based on some experience, certainly not perfect, certainly not the only opinion you should listen to, but it's certainly one that has got some experience baked into it. So there you go. Good to see you, folks. There's Alex as well. Uh, here we go. So let's get into it today. Part of what I wanted to talk to you about today is that, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on where you're sitting right now, investors are the winners are the winners right now in the world of the investing and most likely going forward in the medium term, uh, investors are going to be the ones that are going to get the most benefit unless you already own a property, so owner-occupiers, uh, but those trying to get into the market, unfortunately, are a bit stuck. Uh, and, um, you know, what does that mean for us as property investors? How can we make sure we continue in the right position for our goals and the things that we're looking to achieve and or, you know, maybe hit a few more 
goals that we're uh, we're got on our radar. But anyway, I think investors are in the driver's seat. But what's going on? A few things popped out the other day. Uh, I want to share that with you guys and uh, um, have a look at what is going on now. This doesn't necessarily show us that in the driver's seat, but but stick with me so we can work through this a bit at a time. But what are we looking at here? Well, the ability to pay for a property uh, or qualify for a mortgage um, as an owner-occupier has the largest gap. I, I've got, uh, you know, every now and then when I write my headlines, largest gap in history. Well, it's not in history anyway since 1985. However, that's pretty large, right? The median price or the average price, so that's the average price of a property Australia-wide, you know, let's call it 800 k and the uh, average full-time wage can only afford uh, to buy a property or um, to pay for a mortgage of 450. So the gap is pretty significant, folks. What is going on there? What is happening? You know, chuck it in the chat. What's what's happened? Unless you've been living under a rock, you uh, should have noticed this by now. You you should know what's going on. What's happening? What's gone on? What has happened? What have we had? We've had 12 straight increases over previous months. That hasn't happened the last few months, but we've had 12. I think it was more. Was it more? 12, 30? Anyway, 12 straight increases of interest rates. Interest rates gone from, you know, lowest in history uh, and the fastest interest rate rises we've seen in, uh, in Australia's interest period. Right? That's what's happened. And, you know, at the end of the day, the challenge is for owner-occupiers uh, a difficult one because, tell me what, folks, tell me why, because they have to pay for, you and me, if we're owner-occupiers, if we're buying a home, well, we have to pay for 100% of that that property's interest. Uh, yep, the serviceability, yeah. So. That's dead right, Tim. They haven't adjusted serviceability issues that were in place, and this is this is dumb. This is this is. APRA needs a good kick in the pants on this one, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, the you know uh, over here when we had low interest rates, you know, around around this section here, wherever it was, um, you know, the difference the the buffer rate went from one percent to three percent. You know, that's a sixty six percent increase. Um, you know, for uh, future risk mitigation, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the likelihood of that risk mitigation into the future is is very, it's very unlikely that interest rates are going to go up, you know, significantly. You know, there is a bit of talk about interest rates going up maybe an, uh, another one or two times, but in the scheme of things, you know, a 0.25% at the moment is really not going to rock the boat too much, Okay. At the end of the day, so we've had interest rates go up. We've had the ability to service go down for owner occupiers. But folks, why? Tell me right now, why are investors the winners? Why are investors the winners, folks? Um, and I think it's pretty sad for a lot of people who are trying to buy their own homes. Uh, but why are the investors? Because we get some other benefits. Because because we, as investors, don't have to pay for it out of our own pocket, do we? There's still serviceability calculations. However, we get some other things. Number one, 
The rent comes in, folks. The rent takes care of, you know, maybe between 70 to sometimes even 100% of the cost of owning the property. You get some tax deductions. Sometimes they can be added back, folks, uh, depending on the lender. And last but not least, you can put a bit of money in if you need to. But in comparison to an owner-occupier, they'd have to put in five grand a month, let's say. You might have to put in 500 bucks a month or nothing. Matter of fact, you might be getting 500 bucks a month back in your pocket after tax deductions, if you know what I'm saying. And if you work with our coaches and team, that's their job. That's what you want to do. You want to be paid to own a property. That's the point. So what is going on? Well, unfortunately, after a bunch of things, look at this, the borrowing capacity for a family, for a family, this is an owner-occupier, right, has reduced, folks, significantly um, in the world of borrowing, well over 30%, 30 plus percent, ladies and gents, 30 plus percent um, as we go. Now, this is an interesting one. We got to, we, you know, has that affected, you know, have, you know, uh, mortgage rates and buffer rates affected us as investors? The answer is yes, they have. <clears throat> investors, we've been affected too. The, ch- the, the, uh, the flip side is, our rents have increased. Now, if you haven't put your rents up, if you haven't heard that the rents are going up everywhere, folks, um, then you've been living under a rock. You've been living under a rock. Now, I've got uh, our head of property management, Cash Josh Dead, coming on Wednesday. He's going to talk to you guys. He's going to come to Wealth Coffee Chats. We're going to do a bit of a, a tune-up on rents because it's so important to stay on top of this because, um, you know, for us as investors, that's the point. That's the point. The income, the rents pay for some of the expenses and uh, we get some benefits later on. So it's down 30%. Uh, however, the, here's the interesting thing. This is, you know, I'm certainly a capitalist, um, uh, but I think uh, I'm, I'm more like a tuned up. Anyway, this is a bit, bit too uh, foo-foo, but, you know, capitalism for socialist intent, I like to pay it forward. Um, the idea that you know if you don't make a profit, then you're a charity. If you're if you're going broke, helping everyone else, I think that's um, not a very smart idea. Because in the end, then you'll have to be uh, you'll just be a burden on society. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, you should take care of things. That's my belief in and around what we're up to. So you know, whatever whatever floats your boat, knock your socks off. Um, however, this is a bit of a challenge. The problem for me in this stuff is, uh, you know, those who are starting out, maybe trying to get ahead, who deserve to get ahead as much as anybody else, folks, as far as I'm concerned, those with lower incomes, look at their, look at the ability to borrow. Down, down, right? You know, down, all right? And you're starting to get here. Uh, that's not the ability to borrow, sorry. This is the number of loans applied for for this uh, this number of people, but have a look at this. You know, uh, those with higher incomes, and what's this commonly known as? Tell me in the chat. The rich just keep getting richer. Now, I'm, I don't have any problem with someone being wealthy. I, I'm, I don't have any money issues or money stories around that, but I like the idea of everyone getting a shot, folks. Everyone getting a shot. And uh, these policies, um, you know, with APRA, 
Yeah, and all this other malarkey, uh, all they do is disadvantage the people who need to be able to take care of themselves to give it a good go. The the Aussie, the the average Aussie having a crack, well, they're less able to have a crack. And I think that's rubbish. I think that's rubbish. But anyway, there you go. That's what's happening. That's what's going on. I'll put that one in twice. Well, there you go. But what's the future hold? Well, everybody is saying that. Uh, let we go up here and have a look at this. There we, here we go. Everybody is saying that uh, what have we got around the corner? What is on the radar? Well, there is some forecasts of um, property prices going up, house prices, you know, around the country. Now, it's always interesting, isn't this? Isn't it interesting? Okay, have a look at Brisbane here. NAB says 3%. Uh, this mob here says uh, 4%. Let's go Melbourne houses over here, uh, 12%. This one here says 7.4. Okay. Uh, what about Hobart houses? Zero. Over here, this one here says 14. Anyway, yeah, you, you, can, never, you, can, never, uh, you can never trust those charts implicitly, and that's why I always say get a number of different charts, number of different places for data and information and cross-reference it. But for you and I, the smart people who take in a bit of info, a bit of data, um, cross-check, cross-reference, here's what's happening. A lot of people coming into the country, uh, costs of construction have gone up. They're not going to go back down. Uh, there's less properties being delivered into 24 and 25. We've got a real problem on our hands. Uh, so demand is going to far outstrip supply, folks. You guys know the drill. Uh, and right now, there's an excellent value in certain strategies, right? Uh, a brand new existing right now, buy a property that's existing, uh, brand new. Uh, people are a little bit uh, less able to afford it. There's a bit of that going around. There's a bit of that going around, folks. You know, um, a lot of secondhand properties are over overpriced for what they are, okay, because there's not a lot of them. Listings are down, uh, competition's up, et cetera, et cetera, um, and off the plan off the plan right now, or build a house. There's some uncertainty around that, but for smart people who know what they're doing, you can get hold of some pricing now. You can get hold of some value now into the future. It's going up, folks. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, that's the conversation that is on everyone's lips. Uh, what are these things doing? Even though the ability to borrow has been affected significantly on the owner-occupiers, and the confidence, the uncertainty is slowing people down making some decisions that hasn't stopped the property market growing in value, folks. And for those who sort of sat on the fence, and this is why I always say, listen, nobody knows, no, but nobody can pick the market. It goes up, it goes down, it goes sideways. You know, the, the longer you're involved, you know, you buy a good property and keep it, you know, the longer you look like a genius. The longer you own something, the more like a genius you look when it comes to residential real estate, folks. Residential, good quality property, own it for a long time, you know, you'll end up with some significant wealth and you look good. Anyway, there you go. Values up, happy days. Price direction up, awesome. We had a little dip in the uh, the nation's value, $10 trillion, trillion worth of real estate value. We're back at it again. So listen, folks, you know, right now as an investor, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? Well, you're in the driver's seat, right? That's, this, is, this is 
you know, a little bit of a, a refresher. We know the drill. Right now, supply is down and demand is up, right? Number two, population through the roof. Jobs, employment, employment, good. Now, some of these things, the challenge is some of these things accelerate a little bit inflation, so there's a bit of jiggery-pokery on this stuff, right? Number four, um, rents up as we go, right? So these things are all positives for you and I as property investors or property owners. Um, gives me some, you know, some certainty, some understanding that I'm heading in the right direction, building my property portfolio. Takeaway is don't muck around, team. Don't muck around. I think we're good to roll um, when it comes to buying some stuff. Yep. Yeah, well, that's true, Belinda. I don't think everyone can. That's it. I, yeah, I don't think they're coming in buying houses, you know, left, right and centre. I know a lot of people are trying to rent, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's an interesting one. Um, at the end of the day, they've got to live somewhere, whether they're going to rent or they're going to buy, certainly um, as us, for us, owning some real estate, then, uh, you know, make sure if it's your plan to get a deal or two done, then don't sit on your laurels, folks, basically is the takeaway uh, because there's momentum that if you leave it a year right now, you're probably going to have to pay maybe fifty dollars to $100,000 more than you would right now for that same piece of real estate. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. A little bit of a rambling conversation this morning, but really the takeaway is, folks, um, momentum's there. You know, Christmas is around the corner. I know many of us, including me, are like, oh, gee, the year's gone on. <laughs> um, but uh, if it's on the radar and you got to do, you got to get your, you know, your portfolio invested in, uh, I think uh, there's no time to waste because uh, the pressure's happening. There you go. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, it'll cost you. Uh, in real terms, real cost of dollars for purchase price and power into the future. If you wait, you know, three, six, 12 months, it's going to cost you real dollars. There you go. Anyway, that's it, folks. I'm done. I'm just rambling now. Thanks for joining. Good to see all of you this morning. Fantastic to have you along. Uh, join me later, tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll do it again. Tomorrow we'll do it again. If there's anything that you want me to chat about, give, give us a shout out in the chat. Let me know. Always happy to uh, talk about uh, those things. So um, let me know. And um, that's about it from me, folks. You guys take care. Remember, got a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, don't sell. Strategically sell. I'm learning something different. There you go. And uh, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, folks. Takes time, but don't muck around. Acquisition needs to be done fast. Ownership needs to be over the long term. Anyway, there you go. All right, folks, that's it from me. Adios. Take care. Bye for now.